you are listening to the wild soul podcast a podcast for the wild ones join me your host queen namaste as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path from wild inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between because really who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum Hello, you beautiful people. Happy hump day. Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. Your host coming at you, Queen Namaste. Hey, how is it going? If it is your first time, welcome to the show. This is a podcast where we talk about all things wild, where I interview people from around the globe, raising the consciousness of the planet and talking about it all. So, Wednesday, another episode. And it is crazy because it is December 11th, which means there's only a certain number of days in 2019 left. Don't let me do the math, whatever. And almost a year ago, I created this podcast. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that has listened since day one. You are the bomb.com. And I am so happy that I have this platform just to express myself, allow others to express themselves. And yeah, thank you for coming along on the journey. This has been a wild year and I'm a little sad that it's ending, to be honest. And I'm also really excited for 2020, like a new decade. This is crazy. Just thinking back to 2010, <laughs> such a different person 10 years ago. Holy shit balls. Um, the next couple of weeks, I'll be doing a few mini episodes of um, myself sharing this year, sharing the past decade, sharing some realizations, all that jazz. But um, today I have one final interview for 2019. And um, yeah, super excited for this episode. Um, The person that I'm interviewing today is Candice Benson. And we actually met in Bali this year super small world. Um, a Canadian girl originally from my hometown and now she is living full-time in Bali, making money online. What? Yep. Living her best life. So we talk about it all today. We talk about how Candace used to be in the corporate world and she was like, yo, this shit is not for me. Um, I want to get the hell out of here. And she did, she made it happen for herself and she started a business working online and she has been in Bali ever since we talk about our journey with alcohol and how giving it up has actually been freaking dope sauce. So we talk about that as well. Um, a very inspiring individual and I can't wait for you to hear her story. And I can't wait for, I don't know, the next couple weeks. I'm just super pumped up. I'm feeling this energy. Um, there is a full moon tomorrow. You know, you know me. I love myself some full moons. Um, full moon in Gemini. And it's kind of funny. This comes full circle. I say funny way too freaking much listening to these episodes. I'm like, Hey, stop saying funny Shannon. Anyways, human. Um, when I was in Bali, actually in Ubud as well, where Candace is, um, it was on my birthday in June and it was a, a new moon also in Gemini. And that day was super freaking magical. And I did a sound um, journey healing in this pyramid. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's crazy because it was a new moon in Gemini back in June. And now it is a full moon at the end of the year 
back in Gemini. And I just remember my birthday being on that new moon and just experiencing such a magical, beautiful day. And um, my first birthday without drinking alcohol. And it was just frick. It was so dope. I can't even describe to you the feeling. I will describe it on another podcast episode. I'm sure I've already described it a little bit too. Can't be sure which episode it was, but regardless, I'll do a recap on that later. But um, yeah, coming full circle, another full moon in Gemini tomorrow. Um, lots of twin energy going around, and it's just really powerful. Like, what do you want to leave behind in 2019 um, to start this new this new decade off with a freaking bang? Yep, and we're feeling it. Everyone's feeling it. Candace is feeling it. I'm feeling it. We are in 2020. It's going to be lit energy. And I'm excited for what's to come. Hopefully, you're excited. I'm excited for this episode. <laughs> Everybody's excited. Awesome. We're just going to start um, with this interview with Candace, the beautiful goddess of Bali, right now. Let's get into it. <laughs> Candice Benson. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, Shannon. Of course. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited for this conversation. And I just want to ask you right out of the gates, who is Candice? Who is Candice? Well, um, that's kind of a loaded question. Yep. <laughs> um, I have worn many hats and I've done many things in my life. So it's a tricky thing to kind of answer. Like, now I'm living in Bali, Indonesia. Um, but before that, um, you know, I did many, many, many different things. Like I worked in sales and marketing. Um, I was a cert certified yoga teacher. I had a jewelry line. Um, my very first job when I was young was mucking out stalls. So I've done all kinds of like just random things that were kind of like in search of me finding my calling, so to speak. Um, so yeah, like I was a really sensitive kid and I mean sensitive just in terms of being like energetically sensitive. Like I was, I was shy and I was an emotional child, but I would just like, I could pick up on things. Like I had really, really strong intuition as a child and I didn't quite understand it. So like I would feel things a lot stronger than some people in my family and, um, yeah, it was just a hard thing to deal with when I was a kid. So I kind of, you know, grew up thinking that there was maybe something wrong with me. I'm like, well, why do I feel so much and experience so much, whereas a lot of other people don't? So that kind of led me in the, like this quest to um, just figure myself out, really. So, um, but before I started doing all of that inner work, I kind of bounced around from job to job to job to job. Like I worked mainly in the corporate world. So like, you know how the whole American slash Canadian dream is, um, okay, you've got to go to a good school. You've got to get good grades. Then you go to college, then you graduate with a degree. Um, then maybe you get married, you have two kids, white picket fence. Um, and then you work, work, work some more, and then you retire and then you can do what you want. Then you can travel the way you want. Then you can experience life the way that you want. And you know, like the sad reality is like by the time people get to that age, a lot of times people are kind of, you know, their health is not so great. They don't have as much energy as they once did when they were younger in like their twenties, thirties, forties, whatever. And you know, they kind of go, Oh crap. You know, I've, I've really spent a lot of time working and not really living and not really being able to express the type of person that I am. 
so anyways, like what, what I, I'm bringing that up because I used to always think, God, I just, I don't want to sign up for this. I don't want to sign up for giving the best years of my life to a corporation, to a company, to a rule system that I a, don't believe in and I don't fit in. So the reason why I brought up my sensitivity at the beginning was because I had a really hard time, you know, wearing the whole high heels and suit in the corporate world and working, you know, for some pretty big companies in commercial real estate and marketing and, and I worked for a big wine agency as well. And it just, it was not me. It was just, wasn't me. Um, it was very robotic, very um, repetitive and it was meaningless. Like, I don't mean to sound rude, but I it lacked passion. There was no passion. I'm like, I'm like, why can't I wake up in the morning and go, yes, today I get to work on this. I'm so excited that I'm a part of this project. And I just wasn't getting any of that um, in the corporate world. So it got really hard and I just kind of felt like a fake, like, you know, I would put on my high heels and go to work every day and put this big smile on my face and wear this mask. Like, yeah, everything's cool. Everything's great. I love what I do. I'm so happy. You know, my parents are proud of me. I've got a good job. It's all great, great, great. But in the, like on the inside, I was really, really suffering. And, um, because for me, it was very, very important to feel like I was contributing to the world and I was doing something that was meaningful and something that was going to help people. Um, and I felt none of those things um, in any of the jobs that I ever worked. So it kind of led me down this road of, well, and also because I was really quite sensitive and I was working in very male dominated industries, it was, there was a big clash that way. So like, they didn't really get me, I didn't really get them and it was just the wrong environment for me. So I, it's hard to explain, but I just, I just didn't belong in those types of atmospheres. So I would come home from work crying a lot, um, just being like, my God, I like seriously hate my life. I'm in the wrong place around the wrong energy, um, giving up so much of my time and I'm so unhappy. And like the only time that I was ever really happy was when I traveled and you know I went on all like I didn't like just go and sit and drink margaritas on a beach I like went on some pretty crazy adventures before I moved to Bali like you know going to see witch doctors in Tanzania and like like literally going on four-day treks up into the mountains where they had never seen a foreigner before and like That's I was cool. in airport riot in Honduras and like weird like but I loved it it gave me that adrenaline rush and I'm like man this is like really living and learning about all these extraordinary cultures, I'm like, this is this is what I want to do. I want to be able to experience more of this. Um, this being travel, right? And you know, most jobs you get two two weeks, maybe three weeks off, and you just can't see anything of the world that way. You can't really go out there and do the things that you truly want to do and live the way that you want to live. So all of this was kind of brewing in me, you know, working in the wrong environment, really getting very, very unhappy, longing to travel, longing to be of service, um, but not being able to. And it kind of, because I couldn't express who I was, because I didn't really know myself, but because I couldn't express that, I was like suppressing all these emotions. And like, you know, when you keep pushing down and pushing down and pushing down your stuff, it can come out in really explosive ways. And for me, it led to depression. It led to like really, really horrific, um, um, chronic depression where I, you know, there's sometimes when I couldn't even get out of bed just to feed myself was difficult. So people who have issues with mental illness know what I'm talking about. Um, 
And it also led to me drinking too much. It led to me trying to numb out this angst that I always felt of like this, this pain of like being in the wrong place and working, 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 trying, trying, trying to quote unquote, get it right. And like be a success. Um, it just led me to like these dark places where I just felt like I had betrayed my own soul. And like, I'm like, this is not who I am. And, but I didn't know who I was. And it was just this horrific, horrific time in my life where, you know, being very, very sensitive, I was using alcohol to, to help me cope with life. It made me, it made, it took the edge off. It made things not as intense for me and not as painful. And it helped me, um, well, I thought it was helping me. It helped me just chill and relax a little bit. So, so this, this huge, like, this is where my life was going before I finally found my way out was that I was just, um, in this toxic world of like, you know, drinking too much in the wrong jobs, not doing anything to, to benefit myself and just going deeper and deeper and deeper down this spiral of, um, of unhappiness. And, you know, it was just horrible. And I just thought this can't be all there is like, this cannot be my life. Like, what am I supposed to do this until I retire? Like, this is I can't even imagine going on another day, let alone another few decades of this type of life. And then I'm just I was thinking to myself, I'm like, there's got to be another way like there has to be another way I've seen I see happy people, there's got to be a way to reformat my life um, that works more for me. So yeah, like I went into a really dark place with the drinking and the depression and, um, you know, I had to take lots of leaves of absences off of work and it was, it was getting pretty bad. Um, but then I ended up being able to work online for a while and that's what actually pretty much saved me. Um, because it was something, you know, I work, um, in digital marketing and I'm part of a educational platform that helps people set up online businesses so I managed to get myself into that industry and oh my God, I loved it. Like it just, it lit me up. It gave me something to work for, to wake up and love to, to work on in the morning. Um, I was helping people leave their jobs. I was earning more money. Um, it literally was the best thing ever um, from my perspective. I really, really loved it. And um, the best thing about it is that it's remote. So remote work, um, like any, anyone who has a location independent job, you can, you can literally do it from anywhere in the world. And, um, I used to live in Thailand as an English teacher and during the school break, I'd come to Bali, um, for our school holidays. And there was just something about it. As soon as I got off the plane, it was like this remembrance. It was like, and not to sound too, too woo too, or too woo woo, but, it was honestly like this rush of like, this is it. There's something here for me. Like I belong here. Um, at that point, of course, I couldn't live there. I was just on school holidays and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like I was always in the back of my head. I'm like, I'm going to live in Bali one time, one day. I don't know how I'm going to do it, when it's going to happen. But I know, I know I'm going to do it. Okay. So you said a lot of stuff there. <laughs> I want to ask you, so when you found your... Um remote job did you did you just quit the whole nine to five were you like I can't do it anymore and you just took a leap and you didn't have a job set up or how did that come into play you just were looking for other ways to make money yeah no um no it definitely didn't happen right away I wished it did at the time but no it took a lot of work so I was still working a nine to five um 
I was, yeah, I was still working 40 hours a week. And what I would do is I would just wake up an hour early, um, work on my online business and then work in the evenings. So I just knew that I wanted to get out of my situation and I had to get out of my situation as fast as possible. So I really worked extremely hard. And then within a few months, um, I was making the same income that I was making at my job and it was consistent. So that was basically the time I knew that I could quit. So I quit my job and yeah, then I just started planning. I started, um, you know, kind of envisioning what my life in Bali would look like. And it was the best, seriously, one of the most impactful moments of my life when I realized I could do it, like it could happen and it's not going to be that much of a challenge to make it happen. So yeah, it was, it was fantastic. And here I am, like I've been here for just over two years and it's been, it's been so awesome. I absolutely love my life here. Oh, I know. Okay. So let's go back to you getting off the plane, going to Bali and yeah. like, what was it about Bali that you're like, yeah, if I'm staying. Uh, you mean the time that I moved there or the first time I went? The first time. Well, cause you're like, I'm going to be back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, cause you've been to Bali. It's just, yeah. it's, there's so many different layers to Bali. Like it's a very high vibrational place. So it just like the whole island is just alive with energy and you feel it when you get off the plane. Like you really, really feel it. It's just got this kind of buzz to it. Um, it's just, it's just a wonderful place. And there's a lot of theories as to why a lot of people are like, okay, well it's because um, like Balinese has its own or the Bali. Yeah. The Balinese people have their own form of Hinduism and it's, um, very, very, very devout with ritual, ceremony, offerings, prayer. So like the Balinese prayer multiple times a day, every single thing pretty much in existence gets blessed. So there's just such a high vibe of like love and ritual and ceremony and magic around the entire island. So that's what first attracted me. I'm like, my God, this feels amazing being here. Um, you know, not to say that it's like this little paradise and nothing bad ever happens, but it's just a different, a different energy from the West. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you know that too. <laughs> I miss it so much. And it's funny because moving to Kelowna, I've met some really good friends that have reminded me of Bali and they look like people from Bali. And yeah, they're going back to Bali and they're moving to Bali in like two days. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> I'm oh, like, wow. see you there. Yeah, there's a lot of people moving to Bali right now. Like it's it's become quite a hot spot for for people because a lot of people are working online now, right? And a lot of people have that flexibility and freedom. And there's just you know my Facebook newsfeed is always full of moving to Bali, bought a one way ticket to to Bali, moving there next month. So yeah, it definitely attracts people who want more freedom. Um, but there's much 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 more to it than that for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that's Bali. It's just, I, I can't ever see myself living anywhere else. Like I live in Ubud, which is, um, it's not on the coast. It's, you know, there's no white sand beaches or anything here. It's in the jungle, but it is, it actually, the trick translation means medicine. So this is where all the healers are. This is where all um, the yogis are, writers, um, people, you know, really devout on the spiritual path. It's kind of like the epicenter of, of those types of people. And I'm like, this is my tribe. Like, these are my people. And um, I've just met the most remarkable people here. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I just connect with it on such a soul level. And it's like some of the, the, 
the friendships that I've made here, I know will be for life because we just, we all came here for the same reason. We didn't quite fit in, in the Western world. We just didn't want that kind of life. We rejected the whole nine to five. Mm -hmm. And you know, what most people do out here is they work on creative projects that give back and help people. And you know, it's all about creating art and beauty and collaboration and all that wonderful stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's what it should be about bringing, helping others, bringing our resources together and like creating amazing things for the planet. Exactly. And that's what happens. That's just what naturally happens. Like you'll be in a coffee shop or whatever, and you'll be working because everybody works in cafes. Um, you always see like a sea of MacBooks everywhere. <laughs> and you'll just be like, you know, chilling, doing something, drinking a tea. And then you'll overhear somebody talking about, um, their collaboration with this person and then they'll turn around to you and be like hey have you ever done this are you interested in working with us on this like it's just so random how people everybody finds who they need to find at exactly the right time tons of synchronicities here yeah I noticed that too it was like it was crazy and it, it was yeah. funny um zest do you go to zest often yeah yeah, yeah. oh it's beautiful <laughs> I love that oh my gosh I like went on the back of this guy's scooter he's like we're gonna go to zest because he's been to Ubud before and then we go there and I'm like wow it's like this beautiful restaurant cafe on this like big huge rock cliff like overlooking yeah. the jungle so beautiful and uh yeah I found a girlfriend there I went to high school with her had not seen her in 10 years 10 oh, wow. years and I'm literally walking to like our step or our seats over there. And she's like at the bar and she's like, Shannon. And I'm like, holy shit, this is so trippy. And then we hung out like five more times after that and collaborated too. And it was, yeah, it's just really crazy. Bali is nuts. Well, it. that kind of stuff happens all the time. Like they, you know, they call it like the call. So people tend to suddenly feel this urge, like I have to go to Bali. I don't really know why, but I've got to go to Bali. And they call that the call because it happens to almost everybody who's now an expat living here. Everyone's like, oh, when did you first feel the call? When did it happen for you? Because it's like this island, this island seeks you out. Like if you're supposed to be here and you're supposed to do good work in this world and you're supposed to, um, you know, do beautiful big things, um, you just find a way to, to, to be here. And then they, there's also a lot of people that talk about how your time will come and sometimes Bali just pushes you out. You know, like sometimes a lot of people are like, I don't know what's happened, but my world has completely fallen apart. I don't know what's going on here in Bali, but I feel like it's time to go. So it's like this cycle, like to make way, room for like the next wave of people to come in. It's just, it's a wacky, wacky place. Wow, okay. So for those people that don't know, like, what is an expat? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. It just It's short for expatriate, so I think I'm saying it correctly. So, yeah, it's just somebody who um, is a foreigner that lives in another country um, permanently, like, that resides there. Mm. So, yeah, especially in Ubud, there's tons and tons and tons of people. Everyone's from everywhere else, pretty much. <laughs> so what are, like, some tips, like, so if someone wants to um, live somewhere else, AKA go to Bali and live there. Like, how do you make it happen? <laughs> well, um, first suggestion is obviously make sure you've got the resources, i.e. like the financial resources, because unfortunately there's this big thing that's happening now that's driving the crap. Everybody's getting so frustrated with it. It's these people who, of course I have compassion. If you're out of money, you're out of money. And that's a, a really rotten place to be. But there's these people that are wanting um, their travels to be funded. So like they'll sit, um, you know, on the side of the road with signs like, 
I want to go to KoPP in Thailand, help me and like with like asking for donations and stuff. And A, the Balinese people hate it because it's like there's people here that are suffering that need money. And then here's all these foreigners that, you know, traveling is expensive. Airfare is expensive. And they're asking people in a country that's not theirs to have their travels funded. So don't do that. <laughs> Come with the proper amount of money. Just have the money. Um, and yeah, do your research first. Like, you know, Bali is not for anyone. Um, you know, I also lived in Thailand and same thing. Thailand's not for, not for everyone. Um, just, I would recommend at least going to the place first and spending some time and going, okay, how do I feel here? How do, how's the vibe? Like, does this kind of mix well for the type of person I am? Because a lot of places look awesome on Instagram, but the reality is, is quite different in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Right. So yeah, just like go there, um, do some research. And um, the only real way to actually live in a lot of these places is if you work online. Because um, a lot of places, they have very strict immigration policies where, you know, like you can't just come here and go work in a restaurant or an office. All of those jobs are obviously exclusively for Indonesians only because they don't want foreigners coming in and taking all their jobs. Mm -hmm. So you need to be pretty self-sufficient. But there's so many different ways of working online right now. Like it's unbelievable. Like the, literally the world's your oyster. There's so many different things you can do. If you learn some new skills, like that's how I, I broke into this type of work. I knew nothing about working online, but I was fully trained and I just joined a platform that literally handed me almost like a business in a box and gave me all the training that I needed to set it up. And now that I've, I've, been doing that for a few years. Um, I have all the skills that I need to kind of go into the next chapter of my life, which, um, you know, I'm always still going to be doing what I'm doing most likely. Um, but now I really want to move into like my passion projects and um, really start having some businesses that are more from my heart and more heart centered. Um, like I got a, a few things up my sleeve and one of them is going to be involving some some sort of retreats. Um, I'm not going to say too much about that now, but I just have this like epic vision of what I want to do here. That's going to be very, very different from your typical Bali, come heal, eat, pray, love kind of blah, blah, blah retreat. <laughs> I want it very different than that. And I've got some, I've met some amazing, amazing people throughout my years of living here. So I've got some like healers and priests and just some really cool people. And I just, after every ceremony that I come out of, I'm like, man, you know, there's so many people from back home who could benefit from this type of thing. And it's the type of thing you can't really do unless you know people here. And, you know, it's not something that you can just look up on TripAdvisor and go and attend. So I kind of want to put together something like that for, for people to experience the real, like true ballet. That sounds so amazing. I'm so excited for you. I want you to talk about it when they understand. It's like a process. Um, you talked about um, depression and mental health. Like, are you still struggling with that? And um, if, if you aren't, like, how did you get through it? And do you have advice for people? Because I know it's a huge issue that we don't talk about a lot of the time. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, I kind of skipped over that part. Um, yeah, like... I still struggle, like, you know, depression is something for me that has never really gone away. It's kind of always been there. And of course it flares up and then it subsides. It's kind of like this, a wave in the ocean, right? Sometimes I feel it very strongly. Other times I don't. Um, so it is something that I still deal with for sure. 
Um, but a big thing is that I stopped drinking alcohol. So it's been um, just over 10 months of like not a sip, not a drop, no alcohol whatsoever. And yeah, it really, that's, um, that's such a huge yeah. deal. 10 months. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, it is like coming from someone who used to drink like a bottle of wine a night just to, cause I was just living with so much, how do I phrase this? Just a life. I was an empty shell of a person and I was just living a life that was not mine. And mm -hmm it's painful when you do that. Right. And it's just, and then all the depression came and I just, I just couldn't cope with life. And it was the only thing that made me feel good. So to give that up, um, was challenging at the beginning, but now that I've, um, you know, have, have put a whole bunch of months together, it has changed my world in so many, so many, so many ways. Like, I don't know how I could ever go back. Um, because just the way that my life has improved, is is pretty freaking amazing and now i realize how destructive alcohol can be for me i'm not going to speak to everybody because some people you know it's it's fine but there's for me it was just so toxic so unhealthy and it just really lowered my vibration for those people on the spiritual path who know what that means like when you drink alcohol it really it really does lower your vibration and then you can't really attract high vibe things into your life because you're so it's just a different frequency so that is like one of my biggest accomplishments and one of the things that has changed my life the most because my whole world just started to improve once I gave that up. So yeah, it's, about that. it's so amazing what happens when you give it up. Like I just never, yeah. thought, I never thought that giving it up would lead to so many, yeah, more great things, great people. Cause I was so scared to give it up too. It'd be like, I don't know anyone that doesn't drink. Everybody drinks. And then yeah. as soon as you close that door, it's like, you know, it's like, here's like 20 people that don't drink. Like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. Then the universe is like, here's your real tribe. Here are the people you're really supposed to be, you know, with, you just had to make that choice. So yeah, it was the best choice I've made. Yeah, congratulations, 10 months. That's awesome. So wait, so yeah. January was, will be a year? Yeah, it'll be January 13th. Sick. Yeah, I can't wait. That will be a very, very good day. <laughs> Some pretty cool people, and I just love the vibe of it. And it was really, it was awesome being on it. Oh, thank you so much, Candice. It was awesome. Pleasure to have you. Share your story. Thank Namaste. Hey, Wild Soul. Thank you for listening. If you are still here, go follow Candace on her social media channels. Also, if you are still here, follow the Wild Soul podcast on Instagram. Also, also, if you are still listening and if you are in the lower mainland of Vancouver, BC, Canada, my girlfriend and I, Yana, who has been on this podcast a few times, are hosting a goddess full moon ceremony this Saturday, December 14th. So if you're interested, go to our Instagrams. Uh, you can find it on mine, queen.namaste, and find the link for our goddess circle come hang out, release this decade, bring in goddess energy. It's going to be so fun. I am so, so, so excited for this weekend. So hit us up if you're interested. And like always, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I will see you next week with some lit shit. <laughs> okay. Bye.